Hey, my name is Elisa Kay, and I'm here to teach you how to rise above the noise and say yes to owning an unforgettable, impact-making business. On this podcast, you'll learn how to harness the power of your unique story and use magnetic marketing tools so that you can confidently own your place in your industry. Get ready to transform your marketing to reach more people and finally feel authentically you online. It's time to grow your business with purpose. This is the Own Your Message podcast. You're listening to the Modern Coach podcast, episode number 22, the six best content tweaks for getting clients fast. Let's get on with the show. Hey, my name is Elisa Kay, and you're about to learn the new way that coaches are building thriving businesses online by rising out from the shadows, owning who they are, and finally understanding the business of coaching. Get ready, because this is where we shed the old age thinking of coaches everywhere and say yes to owning a happy, healthy business that not only impacts people everywhere, but gives you the freedom to do what you want, when you want. This is the Modern Coach Podcast. Okay, welcome back to this week's episode. Another week, another another episode, which... I am so thankful for, you know, I really promised myself that I would be consistent with these episodes and that, you know, the bigger vision of creating a different type of content experience for my people and really curating the way that I record these and really thinking through like, what is it that I want you to hear next and what will be the most helpful for you in a completely different way? Because here is the thing. I've built my business, my, you know, my, my successful business, essentially, one of which was a tutoring agency that was totally offline. We were really profitable. I was also really burnt out. But, you know, that was a completely referral-based business. When I started my copywriting agency of the back end of that business, right, I was trying to automate the agency. I was trying to figure out how can I make this tutoring business work online? How can I create digital products? How can I do, you know, the things that the, the big wide world of funnels and automation and courses promised? And I really found my passion. And one of which was really creating content. Like, you know, I finished an English degree. I have a, I have an MA in, in contemporary writing. You know, books, fiction, storytelling, content creation feels very aligned to that, but it's very, very different. And in fact, when I started creating content and copy, it was just the natural talent that I picked up. And of course, then I up-leveled my skills and I invested in programs and I dove into digital marketing and, and copywriting and all of those great things in, in the industry. But when I first started and I had my, you know, tutoring agency, I was totally lost. I really didn't have any copywriting skills whatsoever. And when I tell people this, they laugh. They're like, that that cannot be right. That's not true. You're lying. And I'm like, I'm really not lying. I, I swear to you, I was a terrible writer. Like I really couldn't, it was very mechanical. It was very robotic. I was trained, like quite literally trained by university. I also did like half a law degree. So by that point, my my writing was very like technical and very here are the facts and here's the case and da, 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 da. And you know, for me to be able to create episode upon episode upon episode on content and to have a, a, a program where a lot of, you know, one of the pillars is content creation. Like I teach people how to create content successfully. It's such a privilege to be able to sit here 
and share that journey with you because I'm a testament to the fact that no matter where you come from, you can get good at creating content. You can get good at getting content creation skills down to a point where you are booking those clients, where you are having a thriving business using social media marketing. And, you know, I think the one thing that people don't say in this industry is that, you know, everyone talks about running ads and ads being like the fuel to the fire. But if you add, you know, fuel to a a crappy stick that isn't going to catch on fire, then you're just adding fuel to a bottomless pit. And, you know, in order to make those scaling strategies work in order to make your business, you know, like paid marketing to work successfully, you have to figure it out organically. And I think the first step to that is figuring out how to actually create that content that is going to get a result. And for us, the result is obviously measured by clients, by profit, by the people that we are able to impact. Because believe you me, when I say this, Now, my number one metric is profit. Like, this is what we talk to people about every single day. Like, in my coaching calls, on our scorecards, on all of the things, in our team meetings, what is the profit? Because that is my impact number. It's not even that I care so much about the money, which, by the way, I don't think there's anything wrong with caring about the money. The money is never a bad vibe, as far as I'm concerned. But for me, that metric, the the putting that at the forefront of my mind is me tracking my impact goal, is me figuring out what is it that I can do? Can I hire people? Can I invest more in things? Can I donate more? Can I, what's my impact? And my impact goal is always intrinsically in business linked to the profit. So having profitable content and having content that is magnetic, that gets you those ideal soulmate people is always, always, always the thing that I want you to do. And for me, most people who create content, the content is just like flat, right? There's just a tiny little like five millimeter shift that I want you to do to make it actually successful. And by successful, I mean as in like getting, getting you somewhere, getting you the client, getting you the sale, getting you the reaction, getting you the engagement, getting you the thing that you want. So, that's what today's episode is about. Because tonight we're doing a content planning party. We talked about it last week. If you don't know what that is, a content planning party is something that I usually do on a quarterly basis. It is my favorite time of year because not only do we get to get together and you know plan out our content strategy for the next 90 days, there is a lot of creative thinking happening there. We map out your content pillars. We map out your actual content strategy to make you successful. So if you need a content plan and you want a content strategy that you can rely on, then come along and join us. The link will be in the bio, but it's contentplanningparty.co.uk. Um, but the link is down below in the show notes. So join us. It's going to be a freaking amazing workshop. And the fun thing is, is that you can have access to the replay so you can use it again and again. And you can join me next time I do it live. So it's like a bonus two-in-one situation happening there. Um, and as we go into this next season of September, it is my actual like most favorite business time because it means I'm doing another series. It's going to be so good. So not only am I doing this live workshop with all of you beautiful people, I think we have like 300 plus people signed up for this one, which is so, 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 so exciting. But also we are doing a really fun and exciting free series too, uh, which is 
essentially helping you become more magnetic, more unforgettable. But before we get there, I wanted to share this episode with you because for me, you know, it's all very well having a great content strategy, but what happens when you actually sit down and create the content? How do you actually make it convert? Because lots of people have a plan. Well, actually, that's not true. Most people don't have a plan. Lots of people make a plan and then they're like, fuck, what do I actually do with it? So here is the truth of it all, right? Here are the six guiding tweaks that I want you to make so that it's easier for you to create successfully so that you know that the content that you're putting out is actually doing something for you and for your business because here is the thing what your business needs are two separate things you might want likes and shares and you know people saying oh my god you changed my life but what your business needs is content that actually moves people and like likes and shares are a way of tracking that But a better metric for you to ask yourself is like, what am I trying to get this content to do? Am I trying to get people to DM me something? Am I trying to get people to book something into my calendar? Am I trying to get a sale? And then that's the metric, right? Whereas most people are focusing so much on the superficial stuff like likes and comments, right? Then they're not actually tracking what actually matters. And what actually matters is dependent on what is it that you want the content to do. I know that seems very, very basic, but it's genuinely a light bulb moment when I realized, well, actually, I don't need my content to go viral because content going viral doesn't mean anything if it doesn't bring me any money. <laughs> like, viral content is all very well and great. Like, it builds your, you know, br- br- builds your visibility. It gives you that rush of like, oh my God, people are seeing this. But it doesn't actually bring me clients into the inbox. And, you know, you can share a meme and they can get a thousand and one likes, but it doesn't mean that it's going to actually make your soulmate people pay attention to you. It'll be like, oh, it's a fun meme. Okay, cool. Scroll on past, you know? So we want to get out of that mindset of, you know, I'm doing this for social validation and social proof. What you want to be focusing on is like, what would your ideal soulmate person, what would your ideal client for whatever it is that you're selling next need to read? What is it that they they need to focus on? So the number one tweak and, and the number one sure way for you to improve your content is to ask yourself this question. Would it attract you? Would you buy? Would you be interested in whatever it is that you're posting? Is it something that you would be attracted to? Because in my experience, you are your best client. Would it be something that would make you stop? Would it be something that would make you go, oh, I really like this? Would it be something that will make you laugh? Because if it's boring and stale and corporate and bruh, then it wouldn't attract you most likely, right? It wouldn't make you stop. It wouldn't make you pay attention. So I think that you are your best filter nine times out of 10. Obviously, it doesn't necessarily... Um, you know, if you have a different niche, like in my first business, I had a different niche to me, but it's st- I was still a good filter. Like I would still be selling to a person who essentially had kids and had more money than me at that time, right? So it was still a good filter in terms of like, would it attract you? Would you pay attention to that if you were in your ideal client's shoes? That's tweak number one. I promise you that if you filter everything through that, and as you're listening to this, I know you're probably walking your dog or maybe you're on the loo or maybe you're washing your dishes or whatever. Literally pull out your phone, go onto your feed, whether it's Instagram or Facebook or TikTok or whatever it may be. 
don't linger there for too long though. We don't want to go down a scroll spiral. But go on your feed and look at your content. Would it be attractive to you? And here is a fun aha moment that I had a few months ago. All the content that I was creating and the content in my, you know, old Facebook group, I looked through it and I was like, oh, I think I need to like change some things because I'm not sure this would attract me anymore. And that's a question that I constantly ask myself even to this day. So what we want to do is we want to look at would it attract me? And if not, then what are the tweaks that I need to make to it? Like, how can I make this more attractive for me? Tweak number two is stop with the open-ended statements. Okay, <laughs> this is like a, such a pet peeve of mine. <laughs> They're like, dot, dot, dot. You know, I'm thinking this thought, dot, dot, dot. And then nothing. There's nothing after the end of that post. So is it a question? Is it a prompt? What do you want people to do? Are you clear? Like, stop with the half-hour statements that are just like farting thoughts on Facebook. We don't want to see that. We don't want to hear that. That doesn't make me stop and go, I want to hire her. Hell yes. I, like, I want to be in her whatever container. Heck yes, I want her to take my photo. Heck yes, I want her to design my website. It's like, okay, well, so-and-so likes coffee. So what? Like, it doesn't actually build that no like, and trust because it doesn't give me anything more to, to latch onto. Okay, I now know a fact about you, but it's a bit like, you know, when you open a geography textbook and you're like, okay, cool, the earth is X amount of, you know, kilometers wide. That fact is immediately dropped out of my brain because I'm not attached to it. It's not making me create that genuine connection to you. So we want to stop with the open-ended statements and we want to get really clear as to what is this post doing and am I doing that effectively? So if you're trying to create likability or credibility, then a, like ask people like, hey, I'm drinking my coffee. My favorite brand is Bulletproof. What's your favorite brand? Question mark. Or coffee or tea, whatever it may be. Like even like a simple tweak like that is going to make such a huge difference versus you trying to be you know, cute and, and cutesy without actually building that connection. And, you know, don't be disheartened, by the way, because we all made this mistake at some point, right? We don't even realize half the time that we're making that mistake. But genuinely, we want to, like, think of it like, am I creating that connection? Am I, am I doing, you know, am I doing this post because I think this will create some engagement? Or am I doing this post because of a genuine want to connect? Those are two different points of view. Those are two very, very different points of creation too. Tweak number three, get on camera. Okay, I know, ironic, right? You're listening to this podcast and I'm telling you to get on camera. But here's a fun fact. I'm recording this podcast on my phone. I'm recording this podcast on my, on my tripod because I'm going to repurpose this content. So you might be hearing my voice, but I'm also creating something on video to then cut and clip and redistribute to different places. This means that people can not only hear my voice and hear, you know, if I'm smiling or if I'm super angry or if I'm like, you know, whispering like this, what am I doing, right? They, they can not just hear me speak, hear me roar, so to speak, but they can also see me. They can see my hands moving. They can, you know, see me twitch or whatever. They see, can see my background. They can do all of the stuff. People buy from people. And as much as I do love a podcast, and I, you know, love this whole podcast experience, I really, really think that the people that have the most success fast are the people that are getting on camera, that are showing their face, because it's much easier to buy from someone who you can see 
to buy from someone who you can, you know, relate to, buy from someone who you can click on and have that face-to-face interaction with. And I know what you're thinking. You're like, but I, you know, I've put COVID weight on or like, you know, I don't look like I'm in my 20s anymore. I don't have the wardrobe or I'm not made up or my lipstick is funky or whatever I may be. Or like my, I don't know, my tooth is wonky. I really don't care what you look like. Only you care what you look like. Only you know what you looked like 10 years ago. I don't know what you looked like 10 years ago. I like you now. So we want to get on camera because people buy from people. And the fastest way for you to get clients is to get on camera and talk to the people. Quite literally. Now, is that the only way? Of course, it's not the only way. But it's one of the best, essentially, content weeks that you can have to get those clients in through your door and to get the momentum going. Tweak number four. Create more than you consume. Now, this one is really hard for me because I love consuming content. As a, I'm a, literally a content junkie. I buy so many courses. I buy so many trainings. I love, love the free content that people put out. Genuinely, I think it's one of the best things that have happened in the last, you know, 10, 15 years is this content revolution. But also... It's my job to create content for the people. It's my job to not sit on Facebook for an hour, but record this podcast for you. It's my job as the person who is the leader of my business and as the person who signed up for this, by the way, no one forced me to create a business. No one forced me to create, you know, programs and courses. No one forced me to be, to be and do and have that. But it's my job. I've created this role for myself, which means that, I have to create, right? I, I have to show up for my people because they've given me their email address, right? They've, they've subscribed to my podcast. They have opted in. They've raised their hand. And therefore, I really believe that it's my, it's my, essentially my duty to keep up with them, right? And give them opportunities to invest in themselves and change and transform their lives. Because again, I only create win-win situations, When I sell people my programs, my products, my workshops, whatever it may be, their lives infinitely change for the better. And because of that, it's my job to show up because I signed up for that. Like that's what I want and that's what I signed up for. And sometimes you just have to remind yourself that like I have to, I have to get off TikTok and I, and I have to create because that's what I signed up for. I've promise the people on my email list that I will be emailing them a weekly newsletter and I'm a woman of integrity and therefore I will keep my word. I've promised the people that listen to this podcast an episode on a certain day and therefore I'm going to show up for myself and for them. So I think sometimes it's, you know, it's easier to consume because you're like, well, consuming is fun and I don't have to do anything and I don't have to like put lipstick on and I don't have to like get all the podcasting equipment out and I don't have to do blah, 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 blah. But also you signed up for this. You wanted this business. You wanted to help people. Content is one of the ways to do that. So you have to shift out of, am I consuming all the time or am I creating all the time? And in my experience, your life becomes infinitely better, infinitely better when you are creating more than you're consuming, you know? And I think, God, I think back to like that, that sad little Lisa who was just chasing, like it makes me genuinely tear up when I think about that broken human being who is just so overwhelmed, so burnt out, 
like burning the midnight oil, trying to digitize her business, trying to figure out like copyright law for for like school resources and and trying to make her business work and looking at, you know, at all of the all of my friends were earning less money than me and they were like dead broke students and I'm, you know, in theory flush with cash but just so unhappy and so sad and I remember being in um in this small European town in the middle of I think it's Switzerland actually and it was beautiful and and wonderful and I had this like fungus growing on my face and I was just so burnt out so overwhelmed and there were these kids everywhere and it was like if you look outside of the window it was like the most magical perfect place but inside me I was dying like genuinely wilting and you could see it because I had fungus on my face you know and I was so burnt out and I was just so 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 deeply unhappy and I wish someone had sat me down and told me to stop consuming so much and stop trying to figure out you know try and essentially learn my way out of out of this burnout and actually sit down and genuinely just document the journey and create I genuinely feel like I would be more successful faster if I had done that, if I had just documented that journey, but I was just so scared to create that I was a probably not there mentally, which is okay, we all come to it in our own time, but I also didn't really have a mentor to tell me to do that, right? I didn't have anyone sit me down and be like, people care about your journey, they want to see you falter and they want to see you fuck up and they want to see you grow and they want to see you succeed, right? Not everyone is out to get you. And I think that when you come from a very uh, high-end private, you know, privatized industry, it's quite difficult to sometimes see that, that people want to see you flourish, right? It's not all smoke and mirrors. And I think this is why our space is so great, because there are so many supportive entrepreneurs who want to see you succeed. Anyway, a little tangent for you, but it genuinely makes me so emotional thinking about who I was before and like how I would just consume and I would numb out all of my emotions using social media and that's not what we want to do we want to use social media as a tool not as a crutch okay number five work on your hooks this is a more of a practical one less of less of an emotional one I swear so hooks what are what is a hook a hook is essentially how you get your reader to pay attention so a hook can be anything from a headline to an image to like the top line of your post Usually when I'm working inside of um, one of my copywriting programs, it's called Spellbinding Content, what we talk about is being a hooker, <laughs> as in like a, like a hook your people in person, not the other type. But what we want to do is work on like that top line. So we want to audit your content and look at, am I getting people to pay attention to what I'm talking about? Or is it just boring and bland and not talking to anyone? So we want to not necessarily grab, you know, I think I see a lot of people use caps. Don't, please don't use caps. Caps actually, they're scientifically proven to make you switch off than to switch on. So caps, not good. But what we, I see a lot of people like use caps or use a lot of emojis or try and like shout at you. We don't want to do that. We want to make it intriguing or interesting or open-ended. We want to create that like, oh, it's a hook, right? You're reeling people in. So what does your post or content do at the top? Do your live videos have titles? Like this is a, such a basic thing, <laughs> but do your live videos have titles? Do they have a description after you've hopped on live? 
Because, okay, you've got a title, great, but the title doesn't always show up in the description on Facebook. And if it doesn't show up in the description on Facebook, then you've just got a, a titleless, nameless video. And what's to stop people, right? Unless you're wearing something outrageous or unless you're holding a sign up or something in your videos, how is it going to get people to stop and pay attention? Because here's what you have to understand is that there is so much content out there. There is so many, so many great people to listen to. You, you have to get people to pay attention to you. Not because it's a competitive world, which it is, but because people are scrolling and they're trying to comp compartmentalize. God, can't even say that word. But they're trying to figure out what is it that I want to pay attention to today. And it's your job to make that their life easier by being like, you need to pay attention to me. Okay? So what is your post, your content? What does it do at the top? Is it memorable? Do people, you know, do people want to stop and listen to it? Do people want to stop and read? Would you want to stop and read, right? See how everything's connected. Everything's always connected, right? Um, okay, number six. This is my probably my favorite one because I wish, again, I wish a, a lot of people, specifically on like the Instagrams, would hear this. Clarity over cuteness, okay? What is it that you're trying to convey? What is it that you're trying to communicate? Be clear, not cute. I see so many people try and be unique in the completely wrong way. <laughs> There's no other way of saying it. They're trying to be unique by making up their own words or making it over convoluted or using weird sentence structure or like not paying attention to psychology or really even not auditing their content. And it's not about being perfect and buttoned up and, you know, with a pretty bow on top, like Influencer of the Year Award, but it is about how can I be clear in what I'm trying to communicate? And again, this is something that I see so many people fall into who are, you know, they're on the precipice. They've been invisible for so long. They're just getting their feet wet and then they're getting discouraged because they're just not being clear in their copy. It's not clear as to what it does and who it's for. It's either way too general or they're not creating any content at all or it's just so, so like trying to be branded unique, like here is my supersonic matrix system for getting you to transform your life. It doesn't mean anything, right? It doesn't actually talk to what people want and the supersonic, su super like laser system doesn't actually mean anything, it's not clear. So I want you to get clear in your content, clear in your messaging, clear in how you're trying to magnetize those people. And the good news is, is that I'm doing a three-part series that's going to help you do that. It's going to help you clarify. It's going to help you get clear on what is it that you're doing, for whom are you doing it, and what is your unique factor? What is that magnetic factor that is going to make you stand out from the crowd? Because there is nothing worse than being forgettable. And guess what? If you're being too cute, you're forgettable. If you're being too unclear, you're forgettable. If you're being too invisible, you're forgettable. And we don't want that. We want your people to be dying to work with you. We want your people to be excited about your next launch. We want your people to be consuming all of your content because it's transforming them, right? So in order to do that, we want to get clear. And in my experience, when you get that clarity, that's when everything shifts. That's when the money comes. That's when the perfect soulmate people come that's when your you know your health and wellness your well-being comes too because you're clear and if there's one thing that I want to say to that past me who was that overwhelmed girl on a mountain in Sweden it's that 
you can get that clarity. It's it's coming your way. And all you need to do is just believe in yourself. Believe that it's worth you finding it, right? And for me, that is the most important thing that I think I will say to you today is that it's within you. The ideal so many people want to work with you. They're waiting for you to show up in a way that they recognize. And the last caveat is what I think most people need to hear. They're waiting for you to show up in the way that will help them realize that you are the right soulmate person for them. All right, I will see you in my three-part series and I hope you have an amazing day. Are you stuck in a loop of cookie-cutter content feeling like you can't find your voice or the confidence to show up authentically? Good news, Magnetic Mavens is here to help you be unforgettable. Our membership will get you to break free from the monotony of copycat content and find your unique power story. In this membership, you'll create a consistent writing habit to stay ahead of your content creation and take back control of your plan without any of the overwhelm. It's time to leave the bland and boring content behind and own your message with integrity and fun. Join the Magnetic Mavens today. Head to alisa-k.com forward slash magnetic to register right now.